Hello everybody and welcome to the Star Trading Podcast with me Lewis and me Sophie and me Sarah. On today's episode we're going to be talking with Sarah about her trading journey as a mentee of Star Trading and we've got some other good stuff to cover as well. Um, so yeah, how's your week been Sophie? Yeah, good. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome Thank to the you. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, this week I'm trying to keep my healthy goals I'm trying to move every day and eat well and stuff. And we found a really nice pool near where we live. It's called Bayview and it's indoor, but it's overlooking the bay. I was going to say, it does have and a view of the bay. It must Yeah, be. it's lovely. Yeah. And because uh, it's, it's, it's part of one of the caravan parks in Swanage. Yeah. But in the low season, no one goes. So it's just me, sometimes me and my husband. We've got the whole pool to ourselves. Wow. But there's That's always nice. a lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always just someone just sat there. Just looking at you. Yeah, I feel very safe. Yeah. <laughs> Super safe. But it's lovely. It's so nice to just swim a couple of times a week. Yeah, that's sure brilliant. Been. Uh, my week's been good. Yeah, I've uh, been busy up and down the country speaking at a couple of events, uh, some property events, some business events. Yeah, it's been really good fun. I love being able to... That's my favourite thing. I'm a Leo, so as a Leo, I like to be the centre of attention. <laughs> like so being on stage. I love. I do love being on stage. Yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. We yeah we have talked about property and trading, yeah. and do you think a lot of people do a bit of both? Um, I think a lot of people should do a bit of both. Mm. I think I'm very fortunate that I started with trading because that's what allowed me the capital to invest in property. Mm. Um, I think any property investor has to be really honest they don't have a bottomless pit of money so they have to figure out some form of way to generate capital outside of their own resources and their go-to tends to be oh i'll use other people's money um it's a rich dad poor dad statement opm other people's money Mm -hmm. a lot of people in the uk talk about that who educate on property investment and that's great but can be very stressful i'd much rather use my own money and so i'm very fortunate that i started with trading generating my capital so i think a lot of property investors should do it as yeah. an additional stream of income i also believe that people who have nine to five jobs and offer jobs and normal jobs or run businesses should also have an additional stream of income um, and trading is the best one because how long does it take 30, 30 minutes, minutes a day. day there we go there we go um, i love so, yeah. it so you're on the road talking to all these people yeah yeah Brilliant. yeah my favorite thing to do yeah and how's your week been it's been very nice. It was a busy start to the year at work, but we're over that now, yeah. and I can relax a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no Amazing. long hours, no weekends, so I'm that happy. Yes. yes, that is really good. Yeah. So in your busy season at work, do you have to like work weekends and like evenings as well? Yeah, when it's year end, but equally when we're over that, they're not clock watchers. Like if I turn up at nine instead of eight or leave it for it's not a problem so i don't mind it because i get it back in lieu yeah but year end is just horrendous yeah (laughs) are you able to tell us what you do we've got a few inklings because of year end conversation i work in finance financial controller for a construction company wow yes so in your busy periods because i think a lot of people often think that um, trading is going to take a load of time, A, a load of time to learn, B, a load of time to actually implement. So we always say, once you know what you're doing, 30 minutes a day. So how have you managed to find the time to A, learn, and B, to actually implement and do your trading as well? Well, to for the learning, I'm quite lucky. All my time is my own. So at the beginning of the year, it's always busy at work. But other than that, I'll be home by half past five yeah. every evening. So I have plenty of time in the evening 
for the initial training and the back testing. Yeah. But once I got through that and I was live trading, I'm more of a morning person. I start. I did start off in the evening, but I realized that I'm bringing home sometimes like frustration and anger mm. from work and through my journey part of my journey was pinpointing sometimes I make trades where I can see they're bad afterwards yeah. and I had to really dig down why did I do that and I realized it came down to my emotional state and yeah. I thought I'm a morning person I'm more focused I'm more excited nothing's got to me already yeah. so you haven't checked the email yeah <laughs> in a bad exactly mood. Yeah. and I want to be doing trading so it's nice to wake up and actually just then get on with the trading yeah is that part of your day. routine now yes yeah. I now I do my trades in the morning before nice. I get up a little bit earlier sitting in bed with my cup of tea yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's lovely yeah so can we rewind how did you get into trading how did you hear about star trading so i heard about star trading in december 2022 and at that point i had come off of my fixed rate on my mortgage and my mortgage just doubled. I was on like 1.3% oh, and I went nice. up to yeah. 6%. Oh, <laughs> so just overnight, I had to spend so much more money and it really worried me that I thought, I'm as educated as I can be in the field that I work in. There's not really much room to go upwards. And yet I'm worried that these bills, like if this keeps going, at that time they didn't know when it was going to mm. stop and then the cost of living was going up as well. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I earn way above average salary and yet I'm struggling. This yeah. can't be life. Like yeah. <laughs> this just cannot be my future. I was really sad about that. And I see all these things on the internet about side hustles and generating other income. And I thought, I'll really look into that. And trading kept coming up. And I thought, given my finance background, that's that seems, sounds like it'll be right up my street. So I started looking into it, and there's so much out there. Once you Google it, it <laughs> just, you, absolutely, it? Yeah. yeah, it's insane. And I remember, I think I come, I think on Instagram, your one came up, and I downloaded your ebook and I was going to the hairdressers and I think Investopedia as well uh -huh. I'd printed a lot of stuff from there and Hargreaves Lounge down yeah. um, they do a lot of PDFs for you to print down so I thought I know this is I think this is going to be something I like I printed them all off took them to the hairdressers because I'm in there for like four hours I mean <laughs> I've, I've got just it. hilarious images of you just sat there and one of them yeah. like old school American things yeah. just flipping With through finance yeah. PDFs like, yeah. yeah everyone yeah. else is reading like good housekeeping yeah, yeah. I good did I had my like Heat. stack <laughs> yeah. Heat magazine, yeah. more yeah <laughs> and um it's funny because I, I read your one and it went in my no pile and I found that How dare you. this <laughs> December 2023, yeah. it was really funny. I'd obviously, I'm not a tidy person and when I'd got home there, it all been stacked somewhere and it was really nice to see that on top of yours, it had gone in the no pile and the note on there was too dumb for this. Oh, wow. I thought I'd, I was not smart enough and on one of the podcast at the start I think maybe the first or second one that 
you had done a voicemail from Saffron and she said something about the big misconceptions that you think you have to know all this knowledge about the market and it will take years and even the word forex I found quite intimidating I yeah. thought I can get my head around stocks but pairs of currency how on earth would that even work and I just thought this is way above my head like mm. that was just no I was starting out I thought I have no clue what I'm doing and that just seems way too complicated so I then spent the next six months just watching YouTube anything googling anything I could find so I was really immersed myself into it but wasn't moving anywhere yeah. and then the forex and five came up again and I was feeling a bit frustrated because I was spending all my time always reading something or watching a video but yeah I didn't I still had no clue where to start so forex and five advert came up and I thought this is five days worth like they cannot be a scammer if they're investing five days of their time all the other ones that I found out there that offer these little bite-sized things are like an hour in the evening or a couple of hours on a Saturday morning five weeks this has got to be something so yeah. I thought I've got nothing to lose even if I don't like it I've got nothing to lose so I joined it and it was so good and the homework that you get I and the feedback on the Facebook group when you actually posted it and then they you are they are like Josh was actually engaging with you and answering and your questions and I thought this is good like mm. I, I'm only on a trial thing here and I feel supported already yeah. brilliant yeah and I'm getting information like it's quite clear I've got a clear starting point now I'm not just taking yeah, yeah. In all this knowledge and still feeling like I don't know where to start yeah yeah and it is it is a real skill to I'm about to blow my own trumpet uh, <laughs> it's a real skill taking what is perceived as quite complex ideas and concepts and making it simple and understandable and we talk about this quite a lot on the podcast but it is that feedback mechanism because if you yes. don't have someone helping you actually apply that knowledge correctly how the heck are you going to know if you're doing it right or doing it wrong which exactly, is why yeah. you spent six months not really making any progress no. until five days of training where you're actually having feedback yeah um, which is why we love doing forex and five so um, you can check the show notes and there will be a link to <laughs> yeah that happened to me as well yeah, yeah it's That's great the best thing you, I've ever done. you meet lewis and josh yes. and some of the team and you're like oh they're real people yes they're actually helpful <laughs> they're credible this seems and you get that support and the feedback and you kind of then are left wanting a bit more yeah, yeah. and you take them um, out the no pile <laughs> yeah I'm still yeah better. so what happened after that <laughs> Um, so after that, I'd done the Forex and Five, booked in my call. So that was the end of May 2023. And then I joined in June, joined, signed up on the launch. Yes, launch mentorship. Launch mentorship, yeah, mm -hmm. on the June. Okay, and for the listeners or the viewers, what is the launch mentorship and how long did it take you and how did you find it? So the launch started off with, I think it was three two-hour sessions. They're group sessions with Josh. And then you go through your back testing phase, which I think was another about three, three or four weeks. And then you get on to just weekly. Then at that point, hopefully, you're ready to go live and then you're checking in weekly for group sessions. So I started going live. I went live with the first strategy in August. So from June, it took till August to go live with the first one. And then I think by by October, I was on all four strategies. Wow. Yeah. yeah That's cool. It. Do you remember how you felt making those first trades? 
Did you have any of the fear? Um, it was more excitement. I think after doing the back testing, that's when I had the fear because mm. I had this real issue with um, I wouldn't do more than a one for one. And Josh mm. kept on at me. He was like, you will need to win a lot more trades if you keep doing one to one. And he like sent me links of people that had said about this. <laughs> You've got to go more than one to one. And I just wouldn't. So he even tasked me in my back testing of, okay, do what you're going to do, but do one next to it to show you what it could have done. And even at the end, I was like, I'm still going to stick to my one-to-one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started trading live and quickly got over that. I realized it made a lot more sense. Like and a lot more money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you are trading live and you see the, the physicality and the reality of, yes. oh, okay, right, I have had a winning trade. But if I'd just been a little bit braver and still followed the analysis and followed the process, I would have made x number amount more yeah that's quite motivating to be like okay yeah, i'm gonna go for a little bit more here yeah i think when it's in the back testing it's not real money so there mm. was no emotion whatsoever in now it's like oh well i'd rather be safe than sorry kind of mentality yeah. but then when it became my own money I th and i saw it would go and like josh always pointed out you're not just putting your um, target anywhere that you've there's got to be a reason why you put it so if it's safe to do it just do it <laughs> yeah. but I was set on my one-to-one -one and then when I realized that it kept going through and there was space there to do it now I will quite often look at if it, I can only squeeze a one-to-one -one and it looks like it's got to go far I, I would actually leave it on the table yeah. yeah yeah once you get to that kind of experience level you can you do start to pick and choose a bit more yeah. which is why i often say to people i take less trades than a lot of our students because i'm just a bit pickier um, and that sometimes means they're more profitable than me i'm totally fine with that it's just how my style has evolved over time as well so I love that, yeah. yeah, complete ownership over it. I love that as yeah. well. From I remember like being like, Josh, please get off my case. What's <laughs> wrong with being safe and sticking to one-to-one? -one? Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, it's a one-to-one -one and it's quite a big gap. It's got to go for it. It's not worth it. I'm yeah. going to leave that one. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. He is wise. He, he is. is wise. <laughs> so are you getting a good percentage increase average on your account now that you've been doing it for nearly a year? Yes. Um... My goal this year is to average 6%. I finished 2023 with 5.5. So my goal now with Josh, he set me is 6% this year because he told me an interesting fact that you only need to hit 6% to double your account. Yeah. Do you know what is crazy? Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this for 10 years and it was only this year that I realized that. Mm. And I don't know why. I think because I've always just talked about 5% to 10%. Yeah. And then I just started doing it, and I was like, oh, if you hit the lower end of that at 6%, you double your money each year. I was like, how has it taken me that long to realize that? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I don't focus on, uh, if, yeah, I don't focus on that as the, as the goal, but that is what yeah. can happen if you do it. And just to be really clear, when you say 6% this year, you're talking about an average monthly return of 6%. Yes. Yep. And so your average trading per month last year ended on 5.5%. I mean, yes. that's... And you were doing it for six months. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're basically going to double your account in 2024. That's the goal, yes. Wow. At least double. Yes, <laughs> go I on. At least 6%. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. totally doable. It totally is. Doable. Yeah. The biggest um, hurdle I'm finding now is the emotional side. Mm. But Josh has been really good at 
helping me pinpoint like when I said I realized in the evening I'm taking trays that normally I wouldn't and when I really digged it I think the round table helped with that when we sat there and you kept asking us why but why but why yeah I've never had that for you normally someone says why and you just answer one line but you made us like dig and dig and I kept thinking I tried to do that when I was reflecting on the bad trades that I would take and I realized that I was either if I'm bored because I will do my back testing or I'll be doing something in the evening and at the end I think oh, I'll just have a look on the charts and then one would catch my eye and it'd be 10 o'clock so I'd be like oh, you can just place that now but I just I'm not in the right headspace in the evening I'm either bored <laughs> or I'm frustrated or I'm angry from work and I just I don't see things as clearly as I do first thing in the morning yeah. and I've realized that now so I have to stop <laughs> evening yeah. trading. Yeah, and it's a really good self-observation to have. Yeah. Um, and this is why there's certain lessons which you can only learn by doing. And that's why we give the, the frameworks to keep you safe, but you will develop and learn certain lessons as you go along the process. So yeah, brilliant learning. Love yeah. that. Really do love that. Yeah, so good decision then? Yes, Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And what would you say to people thinking, I'm too dumb for this, or it looks too complicated, or I'm not sure if it's for me. Oh, that's a difficult one. I was thinking about that over here because it's so easy for me to sit here and say, just forget that. But I remember what it was like to mm. sit there. Like it took me six months to go from seeing that to testing the waters because you do it, I think, from the reason why I wanted to do it was because I was worried about money. And then it feels counterintuitive to think, well, am I going to spend thousands now on this mentorship when I'm worried about money? (laughs) And that's really tough to weigh up. But the one thing over those six months that kept coming back to me is even in all these videos was you've got to pay for the education. If you really want this, mentorship seems to be the way to go. And now I'm through the other side. I can wholeheartedly say absolutely but it's a tough decision to make at the start. Like if you're yeah. worried about money, to part with like thousands of pounds seems a big deal. But yeah. I now see like this trading is life now. This is now gonna put me on a new path to hopefully leave my job sometime in the next two years. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I, it was the interest, um, compound calculator that done that for me I sat there and worked out I did go in a bit um OTT at the start (laughs) thinking I'm gonna hit 10% every month so at this point I'll match my salary and can retire at this point I'll be a millionaire (laughs) but I've reined that in a little bit now now after going through it it's not as easy to just think you're gonna go in and make 10% I've adjusted my expectations a little bit and tried to be a bit more realistic but I definitely see this it's gonna change my life. I'm not gonna be sitting at a desk. I've got like another 30 years until I retire. And that is not gonna be sitting at a desk doing a nine to five. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, like what you're saying there about um, managing your own expectations. And the reality is you're still fairly early on in your trading journey. Yes. And so managing your expectations in terms of where we're at for that, that part of our journey, but where you're gonna be in the next six months, 12 months, 24 months, and what you can achieve from your trading, the sky is the limit. And that's yeah. where it gets really, really exciting. Yeah. Really, really exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for my future. Yeah. 
and it, I create, sometimes I think, oh, I'm so annoyed that I didn't take the opportunity in 2022, but you've got to let it go. I've done it now. I'm on it. Yeah. And I would say to people, just go for it. If you really want to change, you've got to take that leap. And there's so many out there that I don't think are particularly very good. And I can personally vouch for star trading. Like even now, Josh is like giving me still tips. Like I'm nine months in, but Josh is still like helping me on my weekly coaching and he's giving me a little tips. At the start of the year, I really struggled because my company, we closed down for Christmas. So I get like two weeks off over Christmas. So in January, I struggled to get up. And one of the strategies is the seven, you've got to do it, be there on your computer at 7 a.m. Oh and I just not for you Sophie not for you <laughs> I just couldn't get up out of bed and then the first week went and Josh was like that's alright everyone struggles in the new year it was dark it was cold no one wants to get up but then in the second week he's like come on now like you've had your week off I want you now your your goal is to message me at 6.15 every morning to make sure you're up because wow. that was I told him what my normal routine to get up because I wasn't even turning up for work on time. I wasn't I was supposed to be in eight and I wasn't getting in before half past nine. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't get up. I yeah. just really struggled mm. at the beginning of the year. But he was like, come on. And funnily enough, the first day he made me do that, he the morning star hadn't really, he said, I don't think there'd been any trades. And the one the day I came back, it was a winner. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> so yeah. you're welcome. God, Josh, is, Josh is more than a mentor, isn't he? He's, he's, he's a accountability, psychic. Yeah. That's life coach. Yeah. yeah. Accountability. Yeah. That was really helpful. And I just saw both Josh and Lewis just go above and beyond. It's not, I've signed up in the past where you just get the courses and that's it. You're left to it. Or you watch YouTube's. But here you're like, you're actually getting to know a person, you're getting personal, like Josh knew that I was struggling to get up and he's like, right, how do we change this for you? How do we get you back on track? And it yeah, was really good. And one thing I will say is there's very much a, because I think sometimes some students will hear that and they might go, well, that's I've not had that same level of whatever. And it's because you get what you put in. So Absolutely. when you engage with the community and you put yeah. in like that, you get that back we can only do so much and yeah me, where's my wake up <laughs> <laughs> me and josh spend a lot of our time chasing people mm. um and i know that the the team in general spend a lot of our time chasing people to help them and if people are unresponsive to that there's only so much we can do so as with a lot of things in life you get out what you put in yeah. um, but we are always there to go the extra mile and help in the best possible way so yeah, yeah. amazing um, we have a question from a caller inner, um, which came in just before this session. Um, and the question is, and I'm going to throw it at you just to put you on the spot, because why not? <laughs> um, and the question was from Helgard. So Helgard, if you're out there, this is from you. Um, uh, one of our South African um, students uh, starting his journey with us. And uh, his question is, how can we stay safe or how do you stay safe and maintain trading success when there's global politics and world wars and things like that going on? What do you do how, or how does it affect your trading? It doesn't really affect my trading. I don't do anything differently because the strategies, what they teach you, have to meet the criteria and it's looking at the news isn't part of that. It's just analysis of the chart that's in front of you. So. Mm -hmm. 
whatever's going on in the world we we can the strategies allow you to either trade long or short so if they are affecting the market it will set up as per the strategy either long or short so it really doesn't have an effect on on the way i would trade yeah i think a lot of people might be surprised to hear that because i think people assume traders are looking at bloomberg news all the time checking bbc news seeing what's happening financial times all of that and what you're saying is we don't need to do that no. we are able to just follow our process follow our systems follow our strategy and that cuts out a lot of the time it takes to do all of that analysis but yeah. also i think when we do our testing we haven't factored in the news we haven't factored in global politics or those things that happen there so we we don't need to pay attention when we're live trading because we've kind of already factored in those fluctuations that could happen anyway yeah. um, to our testing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, brilliant answer, yeah. really good answer. Yeah, thank you for sharing the positivity with us. <laughs> well, do you wanna hear how I'm getting on this week? Yes, I do, yeah. <laughs> well, it's been quite a chill week for me because uh, you know I've gone through all this training and learning the first strategy and getting live with that. Then the second strategy, I'm now live with that. And I think I've just calmed down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, sometimes you're looking for trades, like you're doing yeah. your routine. So I'm an evening trader. I'm like, okay, where are they? Where are they? But now I'm like, okay, we're gonna look. No, I'll check again tomorrow. And the the, the air of desperation has yeah, now yeah. gone. I'm like, I will know them when I see them. They will come up. It's not gonna run out of trades. Yeah. I've got a couple on the go and I'm just kind of relaxing into it, so it's yeah. great. I, I've never described it this way, but you've just put it in a really brilliant way, which helps me describe the process as well. So you, you don't want to be hunting for mm. trades, you want to be foraging. Um, there's a big difference in terms of the approach and the style and the energy that's involved. So um, you're not hunting for trades, you're foraging. Are they there? Is there? Are they easy just to pick off of the tree? You're not having to get your spear, sneak under a rock, throw a... <laughs> javelin whatever it is um because apparently we're cavemen hunters now um but you don't you don't you shouldn't be hunting yeah. you should be um assessing the land yeah. and looking for the opportunities to fall in your lap basically yeah. so yeah i've never explained it that way but i think that's quite useful there we go can't yeah. wait for the graphics might put that into a video yeah there we go yeah right should we do a snack let's do secret snacks okay. yeah now i had a little birdie tell me that um uh, sarah has actually jumped on the bandwagon and also oh, brought yes. a snack I have. <laughs> which means you are the best guest we've ever had so far by yes. the way. very good all right let's do yours last so we do the anticipation yes. you ready for a snack yeah I'll go, okay, okay yeah i'm gonna give you that i like the surprise okay. i hear a rustle i'm already a fan okay Ooh. oh oh <laughs> you hate these <laughs> i do like mint i was revenge for the willies um, this isn't revenge when I like it. I do like a minty thing. What can you see? Oh, Show yeah. Me. So uh, for the benefit of the tape, um, uh, another M&S purchase. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, these are called mint crumbles. They're soft and crumbly peppermint sweets. Um, brilliant. Right, I'm going to open surprised? that. I am very surprised, yeah. Yes. Um, is this just a subtle way of telling me I smell? <laughs> No, it's a segue, segue, or what do you call it? Tan Continuing continuation storyline, a theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A theme. Yeah. Would is you like it, to try is one? it chewy? Like, what's the? It's it's not really that chewy. It's almost like it's stale. Oh. You see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like damp chalk. 
I won't make you have one. <laughs> no. I don't hate the flavour. Oh, they are quite minty. It is like having mouthwash. It's very this minty. This is the problem with mint. It's disgusting. It just hurts your mouth. I say wash your mouth up and you could use that. I do like it in chocolate. Or yeah, ice cream. Yeah, once you finish, that's very like mouthwash. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so um, surprise. Quite surprised. I'm going to go with a nine. Okay. Taste. I'm going to have to go with a three. Oh, no. Mm. That yeah. is disappointing from m and That is disappointing from m and Yeah. Turns out you can go wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, your turn. Yes. So let me grab your one. <laughs> They're actually quite minty. <laughs> um, I feel like I've got like a cold breeze on the back of my throat now. Uh, so I'm going to go and grab this one. Oh. I don't have a clue what to expect it's from these. It's a box with a unicorn on it. It says quick milk lucky box. Strawberry banana forest fruit flavour. Do you stir it into milk? I don't know. Hopefully not. <laughs> milk flavouring sipper with strawberry banana and forest fruits. Oh wait, so you're meant to put that into Place milk? Place in a glass of cold oh, milk. I read the instructions. Sip through <laughs> straw and enjoy. I think you can taste it without the milk. Oh. This is all, this might have to return to the podcast with milk. With milk. Yeah. Well, we do have some cream somewhere, don't we? <gasps> no, we don't. Do we not? No, we do. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, it's gone off. We, we had cream. <laughs> oh, Lewis, I mean. That is a straw, isn't it? So you. You must have to pop it. Do not cut straw. Place in glass of cold milk, sip and enjoy. Oh, this is it. This so is you're just you're it? just sipping the milk through the plastic straw. Okay, I've got a glass of water. Should yes. I try it? Yeah. Okay. Do you want one? You, no. You have to have one. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry, banana, or forest fruit? I'll go for a forest fruit because you've got. Do you want to try? Have you got any water? No, I'm okay. Oh no! Right. <laughs> How weird. Right. I don't understand. Do Where? not cut. Put it in a glass of cold milk. The fact you can't cut it means I'm not sure it's safe to actually eat. <laughs> oh. Mm. Oh, God. Did they come out? No. <laughs> I don't think they meant to come out. I taste out. banana, though. I taste forest fruits and mint. Still the mint. <laughs> Do you know what? My kids are going to love these. I mean, surprise 10. That, I've, I've never seen anything like it. Quick milk lucky box. <laughs> Did you get this from, like... Taiwan. No. No. Where no. did you get it from, Lewis? B and M. Okay. <laughs> um, flavour. I mean, it's mainly sugar. Sugar, glucose syrup. <laughs> um, three. Fair. Yeah. This was not a strong week for snacks, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no. Can you it. save it, Sarah? Oh Maybe. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I still want. Some, I hear a rustle. Okay. Don't look. So there's yours. I'm still not looking. Have you got different snacks? Yes. Yes. <gasps> oh, good work. This actually has <laughs> saved us. What did you get? So I've got, and we've got different. I've got a packet of Walker's Watsits. But oh. crunchy. Oh, crunchy. Crunchy yeah. Watsits. Like, do you know knickknacks? Yes. They look like knickknacks. I got Milky Way crispy rolls, which I didn't even know existed no. anymore. So did you just go to my crunchy crispy <laughs> shop? Oh, thank goodness you're here this week. Honestly, thank God. Yes. 
you like to try one? No, thank you. I've got mint still ah. in my mouth. <laughs> Sealed with the mint. But mm, I like. Really? Yeah, I'm actually a big fan. I really like this. I mean, first of all, surprise, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Wasn't expecting a guest to bring a, a, a snack. Mm-hmm. Flavour on this one, nine. Mm. Yeah, I'm loving it. I Even with the mint still going on. <laughs> I concur. No, I don't want one. Do you want one of these? No. Okay. I'm happy with these. Thank you so much for That's joining okay. us. Yes. And thank <laughs> you all been... for joining us on this episode of the Star Trading Podcast. We look forward to seeing you at the next one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.